The following podcast is part of the Underdog Sports Podcast Network. For advertising information or to find more great podcasts, visit us at www.theunderdogsports.com and follow us on Twitter at RealTheUnderdog. We're talking fantasy football week one starts, sits, and waiver wire acquisitions. Yes, waiver wire acquisitions. People that you should strategically be thinking about picking up before they could break out in week one so that you don't have to fight over them after the week one games. Now, usually you'd be listening to Sean and Brad or Sean and Eric or, uh, or Sean and David or whoever, uh, but these are fantasy football projections. If you remember from last year, I run all of these myself. So I am going to go position by position, game by game. There is a ton to get to. So I'm going to be talking really fast. We're going to start with wide receiver. We're going to go to tight end, then quarterback, then running back. So let's get rolling. All right, wide receiver uh, starts, sits, and waiver wire bets before week one of the season. Uh, we're looking for basically who guys, guys that could break out. You don't want to fight for them after the week one games. You want to try to bet on them before them. So uh, let's just go game by game. We have a lot to get to, so I'm going to be talking fast. Houston versus Kansas City. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins gone. I think you start Will Fuller. I think you can start Brandon Cooks, although Cooks, I think you can do better elsewhere as well. So he'd be a bottom line flex, maybe more of a daily fantasy bet than an actual fantasy football play. Uh, Randall Cobb, I'm, uh, I'm, I'm walking away from. Uh, Kansas City, I like Tyreek Hill. I actually don't love Sammy Watkins this week, and I'm really curious about McCole Hardman. If he's available on your waiver wire, he's one of these young guys that you can take a bet on now. By the end of the season, I think he will definitely be the second wide receiver, second most targeted wide receiver, and probably the fourth most targeted uh, player in this offense behind Tyreek Hill, um, uh, CEH Edwards-Hilaire. And, um, and Travis Kelsey. So uh, I think he's going to have some value. Uh, the secondary kind of wide receiver in Kansas City will always have value. So snap him up. Uh, Chicago versus Detroit. I think this is going to be more of a defensive game. With Chicago going to Mitch Trubisky, I think you'll see that uh, that high target total for Allen Robinson. So you can start him. Detroit, I do like Galladay and Jones throughout the season. And I do have them both in the top 25 wide receivers projected this week. So I think you can start both. Cleveland versus Baltimore. Uh, I think Cleveland's going to have a tough day against a tough defense. But Beckham, I think you can absolutely play. And Jarvis Landry, because I feel like Cleveland will be playing from behind for a lot of this game, maybe one or two scores behind, I think Jarvis Landry will be catching a lot of balls underneath. Uh, so both of those guys are uh, plays, but I like Landry more in daily fantasy uh, in PPR formats. Baltimore, Marquise Brown, I don't have a great projection on him, but he's healthy and I think he will burst through this week like we saw in week one last season. I'm a buyer on him this season and I'm betting on him this week. So there you go. Green Bay versus Minnesota. Um, Lazard, I don't love. Uh, wait and see on him, but he is a guy maybe if you're looking for a wide receiver breakout candidate, uh, you know, you're really scraping the bottom of the barrel on waiver wire. Alan Lazard is a decent bet for you. Uh, let's see here. Devontae Adams is a start every week. Uh, Adam Thielen, I don't love the projection, but I'm starting him. BC Johnson is another guy that right now he looks to be ahead of Jefferson um, in the pecking order. Now, I think that will change later in the season. For now, if you're really desperate for a wide receiver, if you want a lower cost daily fantasy option, I think BC Johnson looks good for you. Uh, next game, we have Indianapolis versus Jacksonville. T.Y. Hilton is a start. I think Paris Campbell is going to be the second most targeted wide receiver over 
over Pittman Jr. this year. We'll see what happens. Uh, Campbell had nice draft capital last year. Unfortunately, he was hurt for the entire season. Well, he's healthy now. Um, you know, Pittman Jr. is a rookie this year. Campbell's just a little bit ahead of him, probably in the mental game. Um, but I'm not starting him this week. But he's you know, a lot of people have been asking me who do I like in Indianapolis behind T.Y. Hilton, and it's Campbell over Pittman Jr. Though both have good long word uh, trajectories on their career for sure. Uh, Jacksonville DJ Chark for me is a kind of a start every week. Uh, LaVisca Chenault, I'm holding on him. I'm holding on D.D. Westbrook. My bet as a really cheap option at wide receiver and a possible start is Chris Conley. I'm not going to bet on Chris Conley in my fantasy leagues, but Daily Fantasy, I think he's one of these kind of unheralded guys that could pop out. So uh, so not bad there. Las Vegas, um, I think it's Ruggs. Uh, Hunter Renfro, I think, has value more because Terrell Williams is out. Uh, Edwards, what's going to happen with him? I don't know. If I'm going to bet on a rookie, it's going to be Ruggs. Uh, if you want to pick up, you know, kind of a guy that could pop, a candidate that could really break through, Edwards is a nice one. Uh, Vegas needs receivers, and they're going to have opportunities in this passing game, especially this week. Uh, Carolina, DJ Moore, yes. Uh, Robbie Anderson, if you want to take a bet, is a yes, although... I think he has value more because of the offensive system and the spread. I think he'll get you catches. I like him more in a PPR league than a standard league this week. I'm going to stay away from Curtis Samuel this week and everybody else for Carolina, um, you know, pass catchers there. Miami versus New England. I don't love projections. You can start Devontae Parker. Preston Williams, he's still getting healthy. I have him on my roster. I'm not going to play him. New England's. I think uh, Edelman, especially in PPR leagues, I think you got to play him. And Keel Harry, very curious to see what he does. I liked him. I think he was... He was inhibited. You know, the New England passing game last year just had a tough draw that nobody could separate. Harry was out for like the first like eight games. He might have been on the injured reserve um, for the first part of the season last year. Well, second year wide receiver. They got rid of Mohamed Sanu. I think that's a positive thing for Nkeel Harry. If you're reading between the lines, I'm not going to start him this week. But again, if you're looking for wide receiver help, maybe he's the guy. Cam Newton will throw the ball downfield this season. He'll take some chances. Uh, and that bodes well for a big receiver like uh, Nkeel Harry. Okay, uh, let's see. Philadelphia versus Washington. Buyer on Deshaun Jackson. I'm a seller on his social media, but I'm a buyer on him in fantasy football. Week one, he's the healthiest he's going to be all season, and it's a revenge game against Washington. I'm a buyer on Deshaun Watson, and I'd actually like the tight ends more than the receivers here. Um, if you have an injured reserve slot, I think you could pick up Alshon Jeffrey for free once the games start and stash him on your injured reserve and see what, see what happens, But or your injury list or whatever it is. But uh, Deshaun Jackson's the only starter there, um, but I do like the tight ends in Philadelphia. Now, Washington, McLaurin, I guess you can start him. Again, I want to see what's, what Washington is going to do uh, behind the scenes. It looks like Sims is going to be that secondary receiver, but let's just you know pump the, pump the brakes there. I'm going to stay even a daily fantasy. I'm not even taking any chances there. Seattle versus Atlanta. Lockett, yes. DK Metcalf, yes. Um, everybody else is a no. Uh, Atlanta, Julio Jones, yes. Calvin Ridley, yes. Even Russell Gage. If you're desperate in a PPR league, Russell Gage, I think, could get you some value. But I see him more as a daily fantasy by low candidate. Uh, let's see. The Chargers versus the Bengals. I, again, I think this is going to be a defensive-minded game. Uh, Keenan Allen is a Yes. Um, I do like Cincinnati. I do like Tyler Boyd more than AJ Green, but those are the only two players I'm even taking a chance on this week. I think this is going to be, you know, defenses and, uh, you know, Tyra Taylor. I like him, you know, to move the chains and all that, but I don't think they're going to put up a lot of points. And the Bengals, that's a tough draw for them. Uh, Chargers defense, a little underrated rookie quarterback, first NFL action. I'm not buying a lot, but I do think Tyler Boyd will get enough catches and yards to, uh, to make him worthy of a start. Arizona versus San Francisco. Uh, let's see, DeAndre Hopkins. Not a great projection, 
but he's a start. It's DeAndre Hopkins. You got to. Um, Christian Kirk, Larry Fitzgerald. Let's just see how DeAndre Hopkins uh, impacts this whole offense and, and the targets and all that. So let's just stay away. And it's a tough matchup, San Francisco's defense. For San Francisco, you know, injuries, there's a lot of questions. The rookie, Debo Samuel, all that stuff. If you're going to pick one, I say Kendrick Bourne. He gets into the end zone. Um, it's a scheme that schemes receivers open. But really, I think this is more of a tight end day. Um, and we'll talk about Kittle in the tight end segment. Tampa Bay versus New Orleans. Okay. Uh, I think there's going to be a lot of passing in this game. Godwin's a yes. Evans is a yes. Uh, for New Orleans, I am a, well, of course, you're a buyer on Michael Thomas. And Emmanuel Sanders, I don't know. Um I'm going to sit Emmanuel Sanders this week. Let's see what uh, what takes shape with the offense. Dallas versus the Rams. Amari Cooper and Michael Gallup are both yeses. C.D. Lamb, I like him um, this season. I don't love him in week one. For the Rams, Cooper Cup's a yes. Robert Woods is an eh. It's, an, it's a yes. You're probably going to start him anyway based on where you drafted him, but I think you could actually do better um, even off of waiver wire this, this week, honestly. Uh, jo- uh, Van Jefferson, Josh Reynolds, who's going to be that third receiver? They will have some value. I would pick up Van Jefferson on waivers if you're thin at wide receiver and you have the roster space. Last two, we're into Monday night now. Pittsburgh Steelers versus the New York Giants. Smith-Schuster's a yes. Deontay Johnson is a yes. James Washington is a, you know, is a borderline yes for me this week as well. I think Ben is going to have juice this week. He's going to put uh, breathe some life into this offense. I think they'll pass. Um, I think P- Pittsburgh Steelers fans will be happy this week. Um, New York Giants, I'm a Byron Slayton this week. Tough defensive draw. I'm a seller on uh, on Sharp and uh, Golden Tate as well. Last game of the week, Tennessee versus Denver. I think this is going to be similar to the Chargers and the Bengals. I think this will be a defensive matchup. I think points are going to be hard to come by. Uh, so that means I'm going to be starting A.J. Brown and nothing else from, uh, from Tennessee um, at the re- uh, receiver position or pass catchers. Denver, I'm a start on Cortland Sutton. Um, Judy, I think, has a lot of potential this year. Um, and Tim Patrick, actually, at this at the last time I checked, was the third run, uh, wide receiver. Uh, so it's keeping K.J. Hamler off the field. I'm a seller on them. I'm actually a seller on Judy in the first week of the season. Tough defensive matchup, but I am a buyer on Cortland Sutton. Again, waiver wire um, acquisitions. If you're thin at, at wide receiver, bet on one of these rookies to take a jump, whether it's a guy like Brian Edwards that you can get off of waivers, whether it's a Paris Campbell, whether it's even a Pittman Jr. if you disagree with me and you like him. Uh, Cole Beasley. Did I even talk? I don't even th- think I talked about Jets versus Buffalo. I missed that one. So quickly, uh, Jamison Crowder's a yes. Uh, Stefan Diggs, John Brown, uh, pick your pick your favorite Bills receiver because one of those guys is a yes. I know everybody says Stefan Diggs. I just have a feeling John Brown's going to be really good over the top and deep this season, so I do like him a little bit more. Cole Beasley underneath has a really nice projection. So waiver wire, um, daily fantasy more so. If you're looking for a, uh, a receiver who's really inexpensive and can pop this week, uh, Cole Beasley is my guy this week to to really make everybody go like, what the heck is going on in Buffalo? I think that's uh, that's the guy. So there you go. Fantasy football tight ends, starts, sits, and waiver wire acquisitions. If you need one or if you're looking to make a bet, I hope you don't need one at this point. But uh, let's go here. Uh, game by game, we're going to just go ahead and dig in, starting with Thursday Night Football, Houston versus Kansas City. Darren Fells, you know, he's interesting. I think he's more of a daily fantasy guy. Uh, DeAndre Hopkins leaving. There's a lot of targets. I don't think all those targets are just going to magically go to Brandon Cooks and Will Fuller. I think the tight end is going to be more uh, acclimated in this offense. And Darren Fells caught a ton of touchdowns last year. So daily fantasy, um, I like that pick. I'm probably not going to put him in my fantasy football lineup, 
but he's a guy that could be a waiver wire. You know, people are fighting over him in waiver wires after the first week of the season. Kelsey, is there anybody in the world who's not going to start Kelsey this week? You start Kelsey. Come on. Uh, Chicago versus Detroit. I'm staying away from Chicago tight end. I think over the course of the season, uh, the rookie there, Komet, will overtake uh, Jimmy Graham. Uh, I, d- I don't like Jimmy Graham anymore. I'm sorry. This isn't 1997, right? Okay, okay. Maybe it's not 2007 or whenever he originally popped. 2015 even. Um, but uh, yeah, I'm a seller on Jimmy Graham. Detroit, I'm a seller. I'm a sit this week on TJ Hawkinson. Daily fantasy-wise, you want a cheaper tight end? Pick TJ Hawkinson. He was good the first few weeks of the season, especially when um, uh, Stafford was healthy last year. Uh, Stafford got injured. Hawkinson got injured. People forgot about him. He fell off the radar. He's a second-year player here who had some reasons why he didn't meet the hype last year. Um, remember all that TJ Hawkinson hype last year? You know, I think TJ or I think uh, Tyler Higby got all that hype this year at the tight end position. But um, Hawkinson, look, I think if, of all the tight ends that people are forgetting about that could burst out this season, it could be Hawkinson. So I think you can pick him up. Um, I'm not going to start him this week, but if you have the roster space you need a tight end, he's a good one to grab. Cleveland versus Baltimore. You know, I'm going to sell an Austin Hooper, especially against a tough Baltimore defense. Uh, I think he'll have value the season. I just don't like the matchup. Mark Andrews is a definite start every single week. Just lock him into your lineup and feel good about it. And actually this year, I think Nick Boyle could have, um, now that Hayden Hurst is gone, so the depth chart has kind of thinned a little bit in Baltimore, I think Boyle could have a little bit more of an uplift like we saw with Dallas Goddard last year. I'm not a buyer on him um, to start in your fantasy uh, formats, but he could find the end zone. So if you're looking for that daily fantasy sleeper, could be that guy. Green Bay versus uh, Minnesota. You know, Green Bay is a little bit of a moving target at tight end. My bet is on Sternberger to win the, uh, the the major snap counts and the major targets in the offense. I want to see it in action first, so I'm not going to bet on him in my fantasy leagues. Um, I'm not even going to bet on him in, uh, in in daily fantasy, but keep an eye out for the uh, the target distribution. If he gets like 10 targets in the first week, you got to snap him up. Minnesota, uh, look, tight end here is going to be valuable, but they have two good tight ends in Rudolph and Irv Smith. Snap count distribution is everything. I guess I'm a start on Kyle Rudolph, but that's a risk, everyone. So pay attention to Irv Smith. I'm curious to see what the snap count and the target totals are going to be. I tend to think they're going to be divvied up, unfortunately. Indianapolis versus Jacksonville. Jack Doyle, I actually have as a start. Tyler Eifert's one you want to watch. If you're looking for, if you need tight end depth, Tyler Eifert, when Jay Gruden was last calling plays for him in Cincinnati, Tyler Eifert was really good. Tyler Eifert, after all the injury issues, actually had, I think, his statistically his best or second best season last season. He could really break through this year. Keep an eye on him. Keep an eye on those targets in week one. Las Vegas versus Carolina. Darren Waller, yes, start. Carolina, I don't like tight end in the system, similar to Arizona. I don't like, uh, you know, these spread offenses. They like four receiver sets. They don't love a lot of three and one. Uh, I'm a seller on Ian Thomas this season, um, but, you know, well, I'll keep an eye out, of course, in week one, but I'm certainly not going to put him in daily fantasy or fantasy football lineups. Miami versus Buffalo. Uh, Gesicki, I'm selling. I want to wait and see what the new offensive system and Chan Gailey uh, does there. Ozzy Ozzy, I actually have as a start, assuming he plays. Um, Dalton Keene, you want to keep an eye on him as well. Uh, you know, Dalton Keene, I believe, is more of the athlete, whereas Ozzy Ozzy is more of the uh, the tight end, the, the typical guy. I do like what New England will do at tight end this year. Cam Newton historically has thrown to tight ends. Remember Greg Olson. Um, so I think you can take your chances there with Ozzy Ozzy. Um, let's see here. New York Jets versus Buffalo. Herndon, I actually have a huge projection on. 
I actually don't love Herndon throughout the season, but you're looking for a daily fantasy breakout sleeper. He's my guy at tight end this week. I think could really break out. I actually have him as the fourth highest projection, if you can believe that. I think the Jets will be playing from behind. I think they're going to have a really tough time pushing the ball downfield against a tough Bills defense. And uh, Darnold likes his tight ends. Um, so, hey, Herndon could be the guy. Keep an eye out for a snap count distribution, target distribution with Ryan Griffin, who added a couple really nice games to end 2019. Buffalo, I'm staying away from tight end with respect to, to Knox and Croft. I just think the receivers and the running backs there, and uh, and not to mention Josh Allen on his feet, uh, will be the uh, the prominent guys there. Philadelphia versus Washington. I actually have start grades on both Ertz and Goddard. Um, so daily fantasy, you're looking for that cheaper guy. Goddard could be a good one. Uh, Washington, Logan Thomas is an interesting guy to keep an eye out for. Completely unheralded daily fantasy sleeper type guy. I'm not going to insert him into a lineup, but look for the targets in, um, in week one. I always say, you know, raw inexperienced type quarterbacks, uh, you know, Haskins, what is this? His fifth start or something like that. Uh, he's going to be looking for tight ends. They're going to be trying to keep that ball short. They're not going to be pushing the ball, you know, deep posts and trying to fit the ball in through a window and, uh, you know, 20 yard outs and all that stuff. They're going to be trying to keep, uh, keep that offense simple for him. So Logan Thomas could really break out this season. Somebody you should keep your eye on. Seattle versus Atlanta. Russell Wilson loves throwing to tight ends on the goal line. Greg Olson will have um, some clout this season, especially in standard, especially in TD-only formats. He's a start for me, another daily fantasy buy-low guy. Hayden Hurst, I'm a buyer on all season. I think he's going to break out. He's this year's Darren Waller, in my opinion. LA Chargers versus Cincinnati Bengals. I think this will be a tough defensive matchup. I'm actually a seller on Henry. I'm a seller on anything Seattle puts out there at tight end. Um, haven't been loving them the last couple seasons outside of Tyler Eifert. Now that he's gone, I'm just not a big a big fan of what they got there. Arizona versus San Francisco. Arizona, I'm never a start on an Arizona tight end. You can take that to the bank. Max Williams or whoever they employ out there, <laughs> sit. Uh, San Francisco, Kittle, I think, might have his best statistical game of the season this week. Will be interesting to see. Do they uh, do the Cardinals, you know, I know they added some pieces on defense. They got that talented rookie there, Simmons. Are they going to match up Simmons on uh, on Kittle in short routes? Kittle's a beast. I do think Kittle gets in the end zone once, possibly twice this week. Definite start. Tampa Bay versus New Orleans. Gronk, I have I have a bad projection on Gronk this week. There's a lot of 2019 data from uh, from this offensive system in Tampa Bay fueling that. Things are going to change. Brady trusts Gronk in a pinch. If it's like a third and six and Brady's, you know, in the pocket and he's rolling out and it's collapsing, who's he looking for? He's looking for Gronk. Um, same thing on the goal line. Third and goal from the five. Who's he looking for in a pinch? He's looking for Gronk, okay? Receivers are going to be fantastic. Gronk will have value this season. I'm a start on him. He will defy my projection. Uh, let's see. New Orleans, Jared Cook, I do have as a start this week. I have him actually rated as the third tight end in my projections, so keep an eye out. Dallas versus the Rams. I'm a sell on Blake Jarwin. I'm a buy, not season long, but I'm a buy this week in matchup on Tyler Higby. Keep an eye out. How many snaps is Gerald Everett going to play? How many targets is Gerald Everett going to get? I think it's going to be a lot more even than Higby fans want to believe. Pittsburgh versus the New York Giants. Ebron is a sit. I think the targets will go more to the wide receivers. Uh, the Giants, Evan Ingram. I think Ingram and Saquon Barkley are going to be, um, and, and Slayton are going to be the three pass catchers this week. I'm a start on Ingram. Last game of the week, 
Jonu Smith, Tennessee. I may sit on him. I'm a buyer in season. I'm going to sit this week. I think it's a defensive matchup. Fans actually, I think, will have a nice game. I think downfield, they're going to chuck the ball up to uh, Cortland Sutton. I think he'll get plenty of opportunities. But underneath, man, I think they're going to need Fant to help move the chains. Drew Locke, younger quarterback, Tennessee Titans, strong defense. I think uh, Fant will be uh, a feature in this game, so I'm a buyer and a start on Noah Fant this week. So there you go. There's the full tight end um, um, starts and sits. In terms of waiver wires, if you want to make that bet on the waiver wire, look for guys like Greg Olson, Jack Doyle, who I think, did I mention? Yeah, I did. Jack Doyle's a start. Uh, Jack Doyle could break out this year. Philip Rivers likes his tight ends. This offensive system likes his tight ends. Ebron is gone. Doyle, I think, will do just fine. Uh, Goddard is somebody you can pick up. Hawkinson is somebody you can pick up. Remember, if you're going to make a bet, don't carry a second defense or a second kicker this week. Wave them, clear out roster space, make some bets before week one so you don't have to fight everybody in waiver wire. If you need a tight end, uh, my my rankings for tight ends that are available on waivers as well, uh, th- this um, this week is Jack Doyle would be my first selection. Uh, maybe Greg Olson would be my second if you're in redraft leagues. Uh, if keeper league, I would say Hawkinson is second. Hawkinson's third regardless. Uh, Dallas Goddard as well. So I like all of those tight ends. And Herndon is, is available in quite a bit. So if you're looking for that sleeper uh, this season as well, Herndon has a lot of capital. If you're in a dynasty league or a keeper league, deep keeper league, Herndon could uh, have some juice at tight end. But I like Do- I like Doyle to have the, the longer, better season uh, this season in that offensive scheme. So there you go. There's no shortage of action going on with our exclusive partners at betonline.ag. Sports are slowly making its way back. MLB and now NBA join UFC, boxing, NASCAR, and soccer. BetOnline has all the best odds and lines for the upcoming games and matches. Need more? BetOnline has simulated NFL, NBA, and UFC happening every day live for you to check out. Looking for something else other than sports? BetOnline also has hundreds of live casino games, poker tournaments, and all the best props in the business. Visit betonline.ag or use your mobile device and join now to receive your new welcome bonus and start playing today. Bet Online, your online wagering experts. Visit betonline.ag and don't forget that promo code PODCAST1. That's P O D C A S T O N E for your sign up bonus. Bet Online, your online sportsbook experts. Fantasy Football Week 1 quarterbacks. We're talking start sits waiver wire acquisitions. I really hope you don't need a quarterback to start off the waiver wire this week uh, and daily fantasy value plays. So let's just jump right in. There are a lot of games to get to. So we're going to talk starts and sits. First game of the week, Thursday night football, Deshaun Watson, Patrick Mahomes. Is anybody out there who has one of these quarterbacks not going to start them? You start both of them, but I actually have them projected as the numbers one and three quarterbacks respectively. Deshaun Watson uh, and Patrick, Deshaun Watson should get you some rushing yards and obviously some touchdowns. Patrick Mahomes, you'd be an idiot to sit Patrick. Patrick Mahomes in any scenario. I don't care what the projections say, but this week the projections do line up. Second game of the week. Um, we're into the early games on Sunday now. Chicago versus Detroit. Mitchell Trubisky, I actually have, believe it or not, as a borderline start. I hate that pick. I'm not going to start Mitch Trubisky in my league, but if you're looking for someone daily fantasy-wise, uh, maybe you want to, you know, you have no budget left, you want to spend all that money on running backs, wide receivers, tight ends, and you want to take a flyer and a quarterback, Trubisky, I think, will use his legs to start the season. I think he'll get some rushing yards, so he could get you a decent value. Matthew Stafford, for me, actually is a borderline start or sit 
I think Chicago's defense is going to be much improved this season. Everybody's down on him because they weren't the elite defense that we saw in 2018. Uh, Pagano took over the system. That takes a while for the players to acclimate to a new coach, new system, and vice versa. The Bears' defense, I think, will be better. Um, you know, if I have st- had Stafford on my roster, I would be okay starting him. Uh, but there is, I think, some value that you can find elsewhere. So I think you can actually pick somebody up off waivers and stream this week if you wanted to. Next game, Cleveland versus Baltimore. Baker Mayfield. I don't like Baker Mayfield's projection against uh, the Baltimore Ravens. The Baltimore Ravens defense is tough. I do think Cleveland is much improved this year. I think Baker Mayfield is improved, but I don't think this is the week to stick your toe in the water there. Uh, Lamar Jackson, he's a start every week. He'll get you the rushing yards. He'll get you the touchdowns. No problem there. Next, Green Bay versus Minnesota. I think this is going to be a game where the defenses play well. Yes, I know Minnesota has a lot of turnover on that defense. I just think this matchup is typically lower scoring. Uh, Zimmer knows Green Bay. Petten knows Minnesota. It's going to be a tough game. So I'm actually a sit on Aaron Rodgers and, um, and Kirk Cousins. I think he can do better elsewhere this week. Next game, we got Indianapolis versus the Jacksonville Jaguars. I actually like Phillip Rivers and Gardner Minshew this uh, this week. Now, you're probably not rostering them. You probably have better above them in your depth chart. But if you're looking for you know maybe uh, somebody to take a waiver uh, wire claim on, I think you could pick both of these guys up right now with no problem. Um, if you're looking for a daily fantasy budget guy, I think both of these will produce for you. Now, would I start one of these over somebody else? No, I have them kind of as uh, lower tiered. Uh, guys, if you're in a super flex league, I think you would absolutely play these guys. But, you know, are you going to start them over somebody like a Drew Brees? Probably not this week. Next game, we have uh, Las Vegas versus Carolina. Derek Carr and Teddy Bridgewater should put up points this week. Now, we haven't had any preseason, so maybe they're rusty. I don't know. But in terms of quarterback that are value guys that you can add um, you know, to your super flex lineup or add to your daily fantasy lineup at a very, very low cost, Teddy Bridgewater for me is actually projected this week, believe it or not, as the fifth quarterback. Do I think that's going to happen? I don't know. But what these projections show you is opportunity. I do think the Vegas defense is going to be better than last year. But Teddy Bridgewater running a spread offense, um, you know, he has some receivers to throw to, Curtis Samuel, DJ Moore, Robbie Anderson. He's still got Christian McCaffrey out of the backfield to throw to. Bridgewater has a lot of opportunity. And if you're looking for somebody, if you're weak at quarterback and you're looking for somebody to take a chance on before week one of the season, I think Teddy Bridgewater is my guy. You might want to take a look. This offense could look a lot like we saw in Arizona last year. So that's somebody you want to keep an eye on. Now, Derek Carr, um, his receivers are banged up. So that gives me some pause. This might be more of a Josh Jacobs type week, uh, but he still has Darren Waller throw to. He still has uh, Ruggs, um, the rookie ride receiver. He has another rookie to throw to in Edwards. Uh, He could put up some points. Next game, Miami versus New England. Ryan Fitzpatrick for me, he's so streaky. He's a sit. Daily fantasy, I don't mind you taking a chance on him, but on your waiver, uh, regular fantasy football lineups no cam newton for me also is just he's just i don't know there are more questions than answers at this point i recognize a lot of people are pretty high on him for me i'm a wait and see but daily fantasy i would put him in have no problem with it i'm not putting him in my regular league lineups this week i'd look for somebody else however um you know he has the ability to score a lot i'm really interested to see what new england does with Newton at quarterback. Next game, New York Jets versus Buffalo Bills. I actually think um, the Jets' defense is a little bit better than they get credit for. Obviously, we know the Buffalo Bills' defense and what they can do. I'm a sit on Darnold this week. I think he's a better, again, 
you know, the Jets. I think they're just an underrated team, honestly. Uh, he, Darnold was 7-6 and six last year as a starter, but a lot of questions at wide receiver. Yes, he has Jamison Crowder. Yes, he has Herndon. Yes, he has Le'Veon Bell to throw to. But Buffalo's defense, again, I don't think this is the week you take that risk. Even in daily fantasy, I'm out. Uh, Josh Allen, he will get you rushing yards at a, at a minimum. He's a start for me. I think he's a, probably a top 10 quarterback. So if he's your quarterback, um, you know, if, if you waited in your draft to draft that quarterback, you ended up with Josh Allen, I think you'll be fine this week uh, thanks to some of those rushing yards. Next game, Philadelphia versus Washington. Carson Wentz. Yeah, I'm going to start him. I don't love the projection on him. He's kind of a mid-grade guy, but I think he's going to outplay that projection this week. Um, Now, Washington's defense is going to be much improved, but it's a new system. It takes time for these things to meld. We'll see what happens. I do like that Wentz still has Goddard and Ertz to throw to. And yes, Deshaun Watson, this might be the only game he's healthy for the entire year. I'm sorry, not Deshaun, Deshaun Jackson. Um, It's a revenge game. Uh, it's uh, it's a week one, so he's at like seriously the healthiest he's going to be all year. So that they have that over the top component. Uh, both backs, Miles Sanders and Boston Scott, can catch. I think uh, Carson Wentz will outplay his projection, so I'm comfortable starting him, even though my analytics tell me no. Dwayne Haskins, I'm gonna wait and see. All news indicates that Haskins has uh, been pretty solid and is grasping the system. A lot of questions for Washington, so I'm going to hold off. Next game, Seattle versus Atlanta. This is a game, I think, over the NFL, there's going to be a lot of rust, especially in the passing game. This is a game I feel good about. Matt Ryan and uh, Russell Wilson will put up points. They'll put up touchdowns. I'm a firm start on both. I think both quarterbacks get into the top 10 this week. Next game, the LA Chargers versus the Cincinnati Bengals. I think this is going to be more of a defensive matchup. Uh, to Rod Taylor, yeah, he'll get you some some rushing yards. So daily fantasy, made to, maybe I take a flyer on. Superflex is more of a desperate play for me. I kind of hold off a little bit. I know Cincinnati's defense was bad last year. There were reasons for that. They're going to be better this year. Now, the Chargers' defense is strong. And Joe Burrow, this is his first game action as a pro. We didn't have a preseason. I'm selling on him. Now, I'm a buyer long term. I'm a buyer this season. I'm selling on him this game uh, this week. I think the first quarter of the season is going to be tough on him. It'll take some time to acclimate. I don't see the Bengals scoring a lot of points, so I'm punting uh, on Joe Burrow for another week. Uh, Arizona versus San Francisco. I'm a buyer on both quarterbacks. I think Garoppolo has a nice game. I think he's top 10 this week. Uh, Kyler Murray certainly is a top 10 this week. Now, Arizona played San Francisco very tough uh, last year. They have DeAndre Hopkins, um, who they got in the offseason, which I love that addition to this offense. How could you not? San Francisco, um, I think the Garoppolo to Kittle matchup is going to be alive and well. The one game, I believe Kittle was injured the second time they played, but that one game that they played, Kittle blew up. My question there, though, is uh, Simmons, who was drafted. He was my favorite defensive player in the draft. He gets drafted is he going to be matched up or they're going to try to shut down Kittle uh, with the rookie there I don't know first game of the season though uh, first real NFL action regardless of that matchup I like Garoppolo throwing this week Um, Samuel we'll see if he plays I don't know who knows right all these questionable guys but um, you know, regardless, he'll have Bourne, he'll have guys out of the backfield, and he'll have Kittle. So I like Garoppolo this week, and he's a nice waiver grab if you're thin at quarterback. Uh, Tampa Bay versus New Orleans, both quarterbacks are starts. Uh, my only question with Tom Brady is, in this downfield passing approach, can he stay upright? Can the Tampa Bay offensive line, are they good enough to protect him? And can he take more hits this year than he's taken in recent years in New England? That's my only question. But, you know, if this were a video game and you could turn injuries off, both players are starts. This is another, uh, actually I have these both as top five projections. So I think they're fantastic quarterbacks this week. That's the second game now that I'm looking back. So Houston, Kansas City, I have Patrick Mahomes one, I have Deshaun Watson three. Tampa Bay, New Orleans, I have Drew Brees 2, Tom Brady 4. So two games give you the top four quarterbacks there. How about that? Three games left. We have Dallas versus the LA Rams. 
I want to wait and see on Dak Prescott. I know draft capital, if you got him, you're going to start him. That's fine. No argument there. Daily Fantasy, I'm selling on Dak Prescott. I want to wait and see what I have in that new scheme. Is it going to be more McCarthy concepts? Is it going to be Kellen Moore kind of integrating this offense and, and doing a lot of what they did last year? Let me get an answer first, okay? The LA Rams, Jared Goff, although I am a buyer on him this season, I am not a buyer on him in this particular matchup. Again, wait and see. Let's see if the Rams can get the run game going. If they can, then uh, Goff is going to be put into more positions to succeed downfield, better one-on-one matchups with his talented receiving group. We're into Monday night now. The Pittsburgh Steelers versus the New York Giants. Ben Roethlisberger... His projection isn't great. I think he'll outplay the projection. I think Juju Smith-Schuster, Deontay Johnson, uh, James Conner, all those uh, players that kind of struggled last year with bad quarterback play fueling that, uh, they're going to have new life breathed into them this season. I think Pittsburgh's offense is going to be good. I think they're going to score. With all respect to the Giants, I like what they're doing as an organization. It's the first game of the season. I'm going with continuity. I'm going with what I've seen in the past. Ben Roethlisberger to start. And, man, that Pittsburgh defense, as good as they were last year, and they were 8-6 and six without Roethlisberger fueled by that defense. That was a defense uh, playing behind an offense that could not get a third down. This offense will be better. They'll convert more third downs. That means this amazing defense is going to be well-rested. I don't like that for Daniel Jones executing, uh, executing a new offense, only a second-year player. I like Daniel Jones. No disrespect to him. Not this week. And then lastly, we have Ryan Tannehill versus, uh, uh, I'm sorry, Tennessee Titans and Ryan Tannehill, Drew Locke, and the Denver Broncos. I'm selling on both. I think this will be a defensive matchup. I'm a big buyer on Tannehill to be a sleeper this year. I don't think the back half of last season was a fluke. I don't think also that they're going to get a 90% touchdown percentage this year inside the red zone. Uh, but I like Tanhill, just not this week. I'm a seller on him. I have him rostered, so I like him, just not this week. So if you're looking for waiver wire plays, and goodness, I hope you're not, um, I'll give you some. And if you're looking for daily fantasy uh, type sleepers, you know, these budget guys that could take you and push you over the top and get you paid, I'm going to let you know right now. So I mentioned Mitch Trubisky. That's if you play like 30 daily fantasy lineups or more a week, throw Mitch Trubisky into one or two of them, okay? Uh, take your flyer on him, then you can spend your money elsewhere. I'm not a big buyer on it, but my projection likes it, and it says Trubisky's going to be able to rush for some yards, so uh, take that for what it is. Bridgewater, I'm a big buyer on. He's going to be cheap for you in daily fantasy. He's available for you on the waiver wire. Look, it's before week one. The last thing you want to do if you're QB hungry is wait and see what happens in week one and then have to fight over that player in waivers. If you have a second defense, if you have a second kicker, something like that, wave that person and take your chances on these waiver wires before week one. My before week one waiver wire quarterback is Teddy Bridgewater. If he can be as good this year in this college spread type system with these talented receivers and Christian McCaffrey out of the backfield, if he can be as good this year as Kyler Murray was last year, and that's not, honestly, that's not that outside the realm of possibility. You need to pick him up now because you might not have another chance, and he's free for you sitting on the waiver wire. In fact, I've talked myself into it right after I'm done recording and posting this video. I'm going to pick him up in my league. Um, Jimmy Garoppolo, I think, you know, the, the San Francisco team, uh, sometimes they're just going to run the ball, you know, 40 times and just eat teams up, and Garoppolo might only throw the ball like 10 or 11 times. So is he your year-long starter? No. I like the projection this week and in Daily Fantasy. I think he's worth a play. And Gardner Minshew is a guy that I like throughout the season. Remember, 
Jay Gruden is there running the offense now. Jay Gruden has always had good fantasy quarterbacks until last season when they were going through some positional flux. Um, he's the offensive uh, play caller behind Andy Dalton when Andy Dalton was a top 10 fantasy quarterback. He was the play caller behind Kirk Cousins when Kirk Cousins was a fantasy football top 10 quarterback. Gardner Minshew plays with a chip on his shoulder. He has a great connection downfield. He'll take chances. He'll throw the ball up to DJ Chark. He's going to get you points, and he's better on the ground than you think he is. He will get you rushing yards and rushing touchdowns as well. If you're thin at quarterback, especially if you're in a super flex league, and Gardner Minshew is available, you're not going to have another crack at him if you're in super flex. Um, regular fantasy football, you might have uh, a week, uh, a chance next week as well. But I think Minshew is going to play better than people think. So there are my pre, you know, my before week one um, value guys at the quarterback position. Go ahead and pick them up if you have the roster room. Like I said, it makes no sense to keep a second defense and a second kicker. Drop one of those guys. Take some chances. Take some chances on running backs, wide receivers before week one so that you don't have to fight over these guys. That week one waiver position is so important. You don't want to fight over a guy you could have had for free. Fight over people that are popping. Um, you know, there's going to be a surprise running back or two. There's going to be a couple injuries. There's going to be a surprise wide receiver that gets like 15 targets. You need to be ready for that in week one. If you can just fight over those potential guys and get the guys for free, like a Minshew, like a Garoppolo, like a Bridgewater now, you'll be better served throughout the season. Remember, roster building, fantasy football is a year round. It's not only nail on the draft. You got to be strong in waivers and trades. So there you go. Fantasy football running backs, waiver wires, starts, sits. Gosh, if you need a waiver wire running back, uh, that's unfortunate at this point. So let's just get rolling here. Um, Houston, we're going to go game by game. Houston versus Kansas City. David Johnson, Duke Johnson. I want to wait and see what's going to happen with the snap count distribution. I think you can do better elsewhere. I have both as kind of mid-tier running backs this week. So for me, that's probably a sit. Uh, Kansas City, Edwards Hilaire. Yeah, we want to see what's going to happen. But I know draft capital, and I certainly am, am very comfortable starting him, especially in PPR formats. I'm a start on Edwards Hilaire this week. I'm a sit on all other Kansas City running backs. Chicago versus Detroit. Uh, Montgomery, assuming he plays, um, and Terry Cohen, again, kind of mid-tier. I'm a little bit higher on Cohen this week uh, just because he's a little bit healthier. Detroit, a lot of people are souring on DeAndre Swift with the Adrian Peterson signing. Uh, look, I like Adrian Peterson. I know his uh, his history with Bevel um, in Minnesota back when they were both together in Minnesota. DeAndre Swift, for me, I think is somebody that I'm not selling on. Uh, if he's available on your waivers, yes, I've heard people have been waving DeAndre Swift. Yikes. Uh, pick him up. Feel fine doing that. I still think he's the most talented running back on the roster. Still, though, I think Chicago's Bears, uh, the Chicago Bears defense gets better uh, this season. So I'm going to probably wait um, on DeAndre Swift and Kerryon Johnson and Adrian Peterson. So I'm going to be sitting on, on uh, those guys. Uh, Cleveland Browns versus Baltimore Ravens. Chubb is a start. Kareem Hunt, I want to wait and see on, see what the snap count distribution is. But regardless, I know it's a tough Ravens defense. You drafted Chubb in what, the first or second round? You're going to start him. Go ahead and do that. Baltimore, Mark Ingram, I do have as a start. I'm very curious to see what J.K. Dobbins does in his first NFL action. I'm a sit. I want to wait and see, but I'm very high on Dobbins going forward. Green Bay Packers versus the Minnesota Vikings. Aaron Jones, I think you have to start. I don't love the projection on him, uh, but I do think he'll outplay it. Aaron Jones is a start. A.J. Dillon, somebody might, might want to take uh, pay it, start paying attention to. Waiver wire, he's probably available for you unless you're in deeper formats. Um, he's somebody you want to take a chance on before week one rather than after week one, so you don't have to fight people over him. Uh, but I am a sit this week. Minnesota, uh, Dalvin Cook is a definite start. Alexander Madison, for me, is a definite sit. 
Indianapolis versus Jacksonville this is the big question for Indianapolis. Is Jonathan Taylor going to eat into a lot of snaps, or do you believe the offseason press that Marlon Mack is still the lead back there? Uh, regardless, I think the Indianapolis running back will do well. Based on press, based on what I'm hearing, I'm going to say Mack is the start and Jonathan Taylor is the hold. We'll see what happens. Um, I'd be surprised if we don't see at least you know 10 carries from Jonathan Taylor. But, you know, all the press is saying Mack at this point, so I'll say Mack for now. Jacksonville. I'm staying away from that running back situation. It is murky. If you're in a PPR league, um, if you're playing daily fantasy sports and you're looking for a really cheap kind of uh, third down running back to get some receptions, I'm okay with Chris Thompson, but I'm really kind of staying away from that in all my fantasy football formats. Vegas versus Carolina. Josh Jacobs is a start. I'm staying away from everything else in Vegas. For Carolina, come on, Christian McCaffrey, yes, you're going to start him. Big question, though, is um, I, I think that this snap count distribution will be a little bit more evenly split this year in Carolina. I've been saying that all offseason long. New coaching staff, they're going to want to keep Christian McCaffrey fresh, not only for this season, but you know for two or three seasons down the line when Carolina will really be ready to compete. They're not going to run him into the ground like you know Turner did last year and Ron Rivera did. Uh, but still, I think he's the best back in the league. I'm going to go with Christian McCaffrey. Absolutely a start. You drafted him in what the, the top three picks in your draft. You got to start him anyway. Uh, but that backup running back in Carolina, I'm paying attention to him. I think you should too. Miami Dolphins versus New England Patriots. I don't love the matchup for the Dolphins, but they will be able to run the ball this year with the new offensive scheme. Chan Gailey has always had successful running backs. Jordan Howard has had a nice camp. Um, I'm actually starting him in my league. The projection isn't strong, but I want to see um, the New England Patriots. You know, they had a lot of moving parts on this defense. What's going to happen up on the defensive line and the linebackers, basically that front seven. Uh, let's see it in practice. They're not going to be as dominant as they were last year, but it's hard to be as dominant as the Patriots were last year. I mean, they were phenomenal. New England. Uh, Damian Harris now on the uh, injured reserve. He's out for at least three weeks. That makes Sony Michelle in my mind to start. And James White is a definite start for me. I think he receives uh, out of the backfield very well. Really curious about Cam Newton. What's going to happen there? Looking forward to seeing. Uh, next game on the list here, we have the Jets versus the Bills. Le'Veon Bell is a, uh, he's, yeah, I guess he's a start. I have him ranked actually this week as the 23rd running back. So, eh. Uh, boss, I'm sorry, uh, Frank Gore is a sit. Devin Singletary, I think, is a start. He's ranked about 20th for me. Zach Moss, people are saying that he's going to take over the running back role. This is going to be a committee. Um, Zach Moss is going to be the thumper in short yardage situations. Devin Singletary, people are hating on him. I called it last year before training camp. Devin Singletary is an electric talent. He will be on the field for Buffalo all season long. This this Zach Moss, the bell cow running back stuff, don't buy into it. But that doesn't mean he's not going to have value, especially in standard leagues, especially in TD-only leagues. Um, but I'm going to wait and, and see what we get from him in week one. Philadelphia versus Washington. Uh, Miles Sanders and Boston Scott, I think, are both starts, both kind of in that 24, uh, that 20 to 24 range for me in ranks and projections this week. Antonio Gibson, uh, you're kind of rolling the dice this week, but I'm starting him. Uh, he has a skill set that I know Washington will want to employ in this new offensive scheme. I'm going to start him. I don't love the projection on him, but I think he'll exceed the projection. Uh, you know, Peyton Barber, McKissick, you know, one of these other Washington um, running backs is probably going to have some value. I don't know who it is, so for that reason alone, I'm going to sit. If you really want to roll the dice and maybe you're playing Daily Fantasy and need somebody really cheap, Peyton Barber. You know, short yardage guy. I think he's more likely to get on the field with um, 
Antonio Gibson than a guy like McKissick, who's historically been more of a third down running back. I mean, the skill sets between Gibson and McKissick are similar, whereas Peyton Barber is more between the tackles guy uh, historically in his career. So again, if I'm going to pick a second running back, it would be Barber just because it's the thunder um, to the lightning, if you like that cliche. Seattle versus Atlanta. I've been a buy. People keep selling on Chris Carson. He keeps showing up. I don't love that Hyde made the team. I don't love, um, you know, Penny and DJ Dallas and all these guys being there. Uh, basically, Chris Carson's the most explosive running back. He has been. Uh, NFL coaches like to reward that. Uh, if he can, if he can keep away from fumbling, he'll be fine. But that's a big if, unfortunately, with Chris Carson. Atlanta, Todd Gurley, if you have him, you can start him. The projection's okay. I think he'll get some receptions. He might get into the end zone this week. But, you know, Atlanta running backs, Dirk Cutter specifically, Dirk Cutter uh, running backs and his offensive systems, I just don't like. Uh, He throws the ball way too much. I don't think that Gurley's going to be getting 20 to 25 carries a game. But he could get some catches. Um, There's a lot of mouths to feed in this offense. I tend to like the receivers and Hayden Hurst more this week. But if you have him, you can play him, I think. Uh, I I do think that uh, Gurley does get at least one rushing touchdown. Just don't be expecting a lot of uh, carries for Mr. Gurley this season. Chargers versus the Bengals. Austin Eckler, Justin Jackson, assuming he plays, both starts. Now, the sec- Austin Eckler is good, uh, but when Melvin Gordon went away, by the end of last season, Eckler was playing a lot as a slot receiver. Uh, I think the Chargers are still going to employ two running back sets. I do think Eckler has value all season, but I think there will be a second Chargers running back to have value. Is that going to be Justin Jackson? Is that going to be the rookie? I don't know. But pay attention, and what you want to do in waiver wires, if you're carrying a second defense or a second kicker, wave that you know those players. You can make them up and pick them up um, later. Pick up some of these running backs and wide receivers that could burst out um, in week one because you don't want to be fighting over them in waiver wire selections after week one. That's going to be a nightmare. Make your bets before the season. Don't carry two kickers. Don't carry two defensive players. Make your bets on running back and wide receiver before the season uh, because you're not going to get a a really quality chance afterwards and after the week one waiver wire here. Uh, Let's see. Cincinnati, Joe Mixon. I don't love the projection. I think Burrow in his first NFL action is going to have a tough draw against a tough Chargers defense. I think Cincinnati will have trouble moving the ball downfield because I just think the passing game uh, based on limited offseason across the NFL is going to be harder. Add to that, it's Joe Burrow's first really NFL game action. Hard to replicate that in scrimmages in practice against your own team. Uh, Joe Mixon, I I think Cincinnati is going to have to lean on him. I don't think he'll have a great yards per carry average, uh, but he could get some catches out of the backfield, keep things, uh, you know, quick release for Joe Burrow. Uh, So he should have some value. Again, not a great projection, but I think he'll exceed that. So I may start on Mixon. Uh, Plus, he drafted him early anyway, right? You got to start him. Arizona versus San Francisco. Kenyon Drake looks fine. Uh, I'm a definite start on him. Drake played very well against San Francisco last year. I think he'll do fine. Uh, Keep an eye on Chase Edmonds. Keep an eye on the snap count distribution. But I think it's Drake, and I think he'll be okay. San Francisco, I'm a start on Mostert. I'm a hold on everybody else. I want to see what happens with Coleman and McKinnon. But I think Mostert will get uh, you know get a good amount of carries, maybe 15 carries, maybe five receptions, something like that. 20 touches with his explosion, I think you can uh, bet on that. Tampa Bay versus New Orleans. Uh, Leonard Fournette, Ronald Jones, I'm sitting and waiting to see what happens. My opinion, Fournette becomes a three-down running back in this offensive system. I think he's the running back Bruce Arians has been chasing since he's been in Tampa Bay. Uh, but I think, you know, given that he's just fresh with the team, I think it's going to take a while for Fournette to really take the reins of this offense. I've been a seller on Ronald Jones um, for, what, two years now, and I'm still a seller on Ronald Jones. He might outscore Fournette this week, but I'm not a uh, buyer on him long term. 
New Orleans, Kamara, I think he comes back, comes back strong. Definitely a start. Murray is a sit. Dallas versus the LA Rams. Uh, we're on Sunday night football now. Ezekiel Elliott, I have a definitely a start. Looking forward to see what this new uh, offensive system does uh, with Mike McCarthy. Uh, Ezekiel Elliott, Pollard, um, how are they going to be employed in this system? I don't know. Dallas has a lot of really solid running uh, wide receivers as well. But, you know, I'm a start on Elliott. How could you not be a start on Elliott? Uh, L.A. Rams. Now, this is going to be interesting. Brown, Henderson, how involved will they be? McVay has come out and said he will be fine with going to a three-headed uh, monster committee at running back. I don't love that. Cam Akers, I think, is the most physically gifted guy. When I saw him on tape, I thought... Is this a guy that's going to be more of a receiving threat? Is he going to be more like Austin Eckler was last year, where he's kind of out of the backfield, uh, a lot of uh, value um, basically in screen passes and short routes, which, by the way, is good for fantasy players? We'll see what happens. I'm looking forward to seeing you know, kind of what this Rams team will do. I think they want to go back to the run, which will make the entire offense, including golf and the passing game, better. Uh, Monday Night Football now, Pittsburgh Steelers versus the New York Giants. James Conner is a start. Ben Roethlisberger will help James Conner's productivity, plus he's going to get more catches. Keep an eye on Snell. Keep an eye on McFarland. Uh, keep an eye on their snap counts because, you know, if, if Connor gets hurt again, one of these other guys is going to be primed to take that job. There's some risk there, especially if you're Connor owner. And I love James Connor, but he gets injured a lot. Um, and when you get injured at running back, sometimes you can lose your job. So you need to pay attention there. New York Giants, Saquon Barkley. I hate the projection, but I think he's a start. I do think the, the Giants will be playing from behind. That means Barkley will be out in the backfield. So if you're in a PPR league, I think you're getting five or six catches easy. Um, like I said, t Pittsburgh defense, that's a tough draw for week one. Daniel Jones, still a young quarterback. Pittsburgh's offense is going to be better, so their offense is going to be on the field more, which means the defense is going to be rested and pinning their ears back. Uh, I don't think Barkley is going to have a great rushing day, but I think his receiving day will be uh, pretty solid. Then lastly, we have the Tennessee Titans versus the Denver Broncos. Derrick Henry, start absolutely every week. Denver, you start Melvin Gordon. Curious to see if Philip Lindsay, um, you know, can be kind of like a, a second back here. Kind of like what we saw with the Chargers last year in Gordon and Lindsay. It's a different offensive scheme than the Chargers employ, so I wouldn't count on that. Usually, I would say Melvin Gordon would probably be more of a bell cow type situation in this in this backfield. But I like Philip Lindsay's talent, so it's hard to keep him off the field. I think the odd man out is obviously like, um, you know, the guys below the depth chart. I can't even remember their names off the top of my head. I apologize. But uh, Lindsay, I think, will force his way onto the field a little bit more. Maybe they'll use him out in the slot, like I said, like an Eckler was uh, last season. So we'll see. Keep an eye out. But I think Gordon is a start. Now, waiver wire pickups, people you should keep be keeping an eye on. First of all, if you have an injured uh, reserve slot, what I'd like you to do is uh, once that slot is active, in my league it's not active until after games start getting played, but Damian Harris, if he's not on your team, um, pick him up when you can. Uh, not off of waivers because I don't want you to burn your waiver wire uh, claim um, uh, selection there. I don't want you to go and fall backwards to the end of the waiver wire for this. But if you can pick Damian Harris up, put him on your injured reserve Um list and, and just keep them for the next couple of weeks if that slot, you know, if you basically have that empty. Uh, A.J. Dillon is somebody you might want to take a bet on. Justin Jackson or the rookie there in, in uh, Los Angeles for the Chargers, take a bet on him. Daryl Williams, maybe he's the goal line running back. We don't know. You might want to take a chance on him early in the season. Chase Edmonds, we'll see what the snap count distribution is. But really, just keep an eye out. Um, pick a running back that you think could burst out. If Fournette, for some reason, got available uh, in your league or if Swift got, uh, is available, 
Um, take a chance on some of these guys that could burst out because you don't want to be waiting on those guys. So there you go. That is a show. We'll be back with week two projections, waiver wire acquisitions, start sits, all that stuff. So, uh, so keep checking us out. Uh, thanks for listening. Once again, please like, subscribe, and we will see you in a week. You want to get paid? Then get paid. Sean and Brad help you with the games. From the fantasy to the gambling. We the NFL experts help you win. You better tune in for the two hosts. They know everything from the players to the coaches. So get paid on a Sunday. Because the team right here know the game the most. From Chi-Town to the Florida coast. Got swag. Got butter with the toast. Brad's a washed-up model. Don't hate on that. Sean writes the fantasy football almanac. So quit that losing time to win. We talk fantasy or real. Whatever you win. You're going to wish this podcast never ends. Now get ready for the best show to begin. Let's go.